You're listening to the Born Again Anxious Podcast. Anxiety, depression, and other mental health issues don't just go away magically for Christians. So let's have an honest conversation about what it's like to be born again and anxious. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm glad that you tuned in. You know, I'm excited to talk today about one of the things I believe can really help any of us, uh, but specifically those of us who experience uh, issues with mental health. It's something that doesn't require a huge amount of time, doesn't require a huge amount of money. I mean, it could even be free uh, and can enable you to look back years from now and learn from your experiences today. What is it? You might ask. Well, it's journaling. Now, sometimes when when we think about journaling, uh, we might get this image in our mind of a middle schooler, uh, you know, sitting on their bed, writing in their diary, you know, dear diary, so-and-so did this today, and OMG, I can't believe that, you know, like we we have kind of this... um, this image in our mind of this sort of adolescent sort of experience. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, regardless of your age or stage of life, journaling can be powerful. You know, it's it's interesting when you look at all the different um, psychological benefits of journaling. And there's no doubt that there's, there's a lot out there to, to read uh, about the, the benefits of journaling, um, you know, how it can help manage with uh, depression, with PTSD, uh, with anxiety, um, you know, it impacts your physical well-being, um, it, it um, can, it, you know, different studies talk about how it can even strengthen the immune system, drop your blood pressure, help you sleep better, uh, just, you know, help you be uh, generally more healthy. Now, the question, I guess, is why? Like, why is, why is journaling that big of a deal? Why, why is it so important for us, you know? And like I said, there's there's tons of different studies that you can go and you can go and read, you can go and and look at um, a lot of people that are that are way smarter than me have have done these um, these studies. Um, but you know, just to, to maybe highlight a, a couple of the reasons, um, you know, one of the hypotheses is that uh, writing works to enhance um, our mental health because it helps us, helps guide us towards confronting uh, emotions that we maybe haven't addressed before, right? And we do this in a, in a less stressful way because we're writing it down by ourselves whether than, rather than talking with someone that can, can actually lead to some, some more stress, right? And so it's a, it's a non-confrontational way to be able to to be able to address these things, right? And even if it's not a traumatic experience that you have to work through, um, you know, I mean, you can still 
Um, you can still benefit from this. I mean, there's something about writing things down that, that clarifies it. Uh, I know I'm a person that um, if I really, really need to clarify something that I'm, that I'm thinking or that I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm going to write it down. Um, because when I have words on a piece of, of paper, um, it, it helps to clarify. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that it can do um, as, it, as it makes us more aware is, is it can help us detect, I guess, patterns, especially unhealthy patterns, limiting beliefs, things, things of this nature, um, because you have a record to look back on. And so, you know, I think for myself specifically, uh, with, with panic attacks, if I'm journaling and I'm keeping a record of these experiences, I'm able to go back and I'm able to say, okay, you know, what, what triggered this? What, what was happening leading up to this experience? Is there something that, that about my environment? Is there something I did that, um, or didn't do, um, that that maybe led me to this point. Can I do something differently in um, in the future, right? Um, and and so there's all sorts of benefits to this, right? Um, so how do we how do we do this? Like how do we how do we get started with journaling? Because the truth of the matter is sometimes the hardest part is actually getting started right so so here are some tips I guess on on how to start making this um, part of your habits right so so a few maybe questions that you might be asking well what's the what's the best journal to use well the best journal to use is one that you'll actually use I mean whether it's a digital or paper fancy or a plain old spiral notebook I mean whatever works for you and helps you to actually put words on a on a paper or a screen, right? Um, there there are a number of different. Um, if you're an app person, there's a number of different apps that are that are great for this sort of thing. Um, I'm one, just myself personally. I, I I love technology. I love all the things that that um, all the benefits that it affords us. Um, but for me, when it comes to this practice of journaling. Uh, just pulling out a pen and paper uh, is is the most helpful for me. Uh, I'm a big fan of of what's known as the bullet journal method, um, and I try to do that on a on a daily basis um, as as part of my routine. And so I, I try to incorporate um, journaling into that bullet journal because it's a system that I already have established. Um, and so I am, I am going to uh, continue on with that, which I think is an important thing. Like if, you, if you're adding a new habit, if you're, if you're adding a new part of your routine, couple it with a habit that you already have established. That, that helps you. Um, you know, there's been studies about how, how that helps you to do that new habit, that new routine. You know, so for me, I'm already in the habit of using this this bullet journal. So if I'm if I'm starting to journal specifically about my mental health, uh, well, I'm going to do it in in the midst of that. You know, but there, but there's all sorts of habits that you could pair this with. I mean, are you the are you the type of person that um, 
when you wake up in the morning, you first thing you do is you go to the coffee pot and you turn it on. Maybe you even have it programmed to, to brew before you even wake up, right? And you sit down with a, uh, a cup of coffee um, and with a book or your Bible, um, and you maybe you read, maybe you pray, uh, maybe maybe you do all these things, right? And that that is built into your routine. Well, just add journaling to that. Like you already have an established routine, so just add something onto that. Or maybe you're the type of person when you get home from work in the evening, you need time to to decompress, right? You need time to just kind of um, set aside the 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 concerns and the the worries of the day uh, at at work, and so maybe you have some sort of some sort of routine. Maybe you're a tea drinker, right? And you so you um, make a, a nice cup of hot tea, and uh, and and you just sit down with with that, and you relax. Well, you already have that routine, so just add journaling in. I mean, that would be a great time to do it, right? Because you've already had all these experiences all day, and so now you're just going to write about them and. And process them, all right? Um, so, so do you know incorporate into a habit that you already have? You know how how often should you do this? Well, I mean, you'll find a rhythm that works for you. Uh, but I personally find that that doing this daily is is ideal for me. You know, much past that, and it becomes hard for me to remember what I was thinking or what I was feeling about certain things. I mean, don't don't get too hung up on frequency, though, really. I mean, if, if daily works for you, that's great. If every few days or, or once a week, or really just as it's needed. Um, the important thing is to do it when it's actually needed. Now, what, what should you write about, right? This is, this is actually kind of the, the, the meat of this, I guess. Um, I don't want you to think about this as just a summary of your day. Though, I mean, that's that's certainly part of it. But this is a record about how you felt, uh, about certain experiences you found yourself in, uh, what you were experiencing in that moment, how you responded to them, and what you learned through the experience, and, and how you might respond differently in the future. So, here, here are a few questions I ask myself. And and I want you to know this. These questions are, are my questions that I ask myself, and they're specific to anxiety, uh, but you can certainly adapt them for any number of situations, right? So the first question I ask is simply just this, what happened? And then the second one is, is what sort of emotions was I feeling? What sort of reactions did I have? You know, and then I'll ask, well, okay, so can I identify a specific trigger like is there is there something that I notice um, that that maybe led me to um, have this response that I had um, was was there something you know uh, that was going on around me that that maybe I couldn't control that triggered this was there something going on around me that I could control uh, was there something about the environment? What what is it? But uh, but I'll try to reflect and I'll try to go. Okay, was was there a specific trigger that happened? Sometimes there is. Some sometimes there there isn't. Um, 
And so, so I kind of work through those sorts of things. And those are just getting down the thoughts, you know, what happened, what sort of emotions was I feeling and reactions did I have? Can I identify a specific trigger? Um, that's, that's just kind of looking back. Like that's looking back just at what happened. And then I'll kind of shift into this, this mindset of, okay, let's, let's reflect on this a little deeper. And so I'll ask, did my anxiety uh, lead me to misread the situation? You know, did, did my anxiety um, lead me down a path that maybe wasn't true? Did my anxiety uh, cause me to think that some uh, think that someone was reacting in one way, think that someone was really feeling uh, one way when they were actually feeling another? Right. Um, I mean, kind of a side note, but with with anxiety, one of the questions uh, that's that's really good to ask yourself when when you start to think, you know. Oh man, this person was feeling this, and when I did this, they they reacted in this way. One of the really good questions to ask yourself is simply this: Who t- who told you that? Right? Like, did did I actually know that, or or is that me filling in some gaps that may not actually be true? Right, and so so I asked this question: Did did my anxiety lead me to misread the situation? And if so, how? And I think this is important for me uh, to reflect on how how have I responded to this? And let's sit down and after the fact look at this situation. Right, and so so that kind of flows into the next question that I'll ask. You know, is my response due to any sort of limiting belief that I might have? And if so, why do I know that that limiting belief is not true? Right? So, so the, the fact is we all have these, these limiting beliefs, these, these things that aren't necessarily true, and, and yet we, we tell ourselves these things, we, we believe them. Right, I've talked on past episodes about uh, one of the things about um, depression, anxiety, uh, m- many um, mental health issues and, and mental illnesses is the lies that, that you are told and, and start to believe. Right? Things like, well, I'm the only one that deals with this. Well, nobody else understands what I'm going through. All, all these sorts of things. Uh, well, that's that's a lie. Uh, that's that's simply not not true. Uh, there there are many who who understand the things you're going through. Maybe maybe not the specific situation that you are in, uh, but but they understand what it's like to uh, experience depression, experience anxiety, experience PTSD, experience all these sorts of things, right? And so so is your response due to any sort of limiting belief? I mean, I mean sit, think think about these things, reflect on these things, and if there is, write it write it down. You know, we sometimes are so good at um 
putting on a mask, right? And if if you if you're listening this in 2020, this may mean something completely different than if you're listening, say, in like like 2030 or something like that, right? In 2020, we're wearing masks when when we are in public a lot, right? Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about these these masks that we wear uh, over our face, but they're they're these um, uh, these these invisible masks, these these walls that we put up to to protect ourselves uh, from from revealing too much to people. And while there's certainly a good need for boundaries. Right, we we all need boundaries. Um, th- we also struggle because sometimes when we close ourselves off, we simply bottle things up inside us. I heard someone once describe it as uh, being emotionally constipated. Right, that that you um, you have have held all these things in, and they're just they're just stuck inside and and you can't get them out right and over time we simply come to accept this as as normal right and so maybe maybe you are the type of person that that struggles with um opening up to someone else and letting someone else in and maybe there are some legitimate reasons uh, why that is a struggle for you. The thing about a journal uh, is that those limitations, they're, they, they're not there. They, they shouldn't be there, right? Because unlike talking face-to-face or over the phone or texting or whatever with someone, uh, with, with journaling, uh, this, is, this is a conversation with yourself, right? And it, it's kind of silly to hide things from yourself, right? Now, now you can certainly use your journal and, and you can um, use that, you know, maybe in the, in the course of, of counseling or, or maybe you have someone that uh, you have given access to these thoughts in, in your journal, but it can also be a completely private thing. And that's that's one of the great things about this. And so so be honest with yourself, you know? Um, it doesn't do you any good to to lie about to yourself about any sort of limiting beliefs that you might have. Right? And so so I so I've looked back, I've looked at what happened, just the facts of it, what sort of emotions was I feeling, what sort of reactions did I have? Were there specific triggers? And then I'm, I'm kind of shifting a little more. Uh, did anxiety lead me to misread or misrepresent the situation? Uh, is my response due to any sort of limiting belief? Things like that. And then I shift a little more. And I, I look not just in the past, not just in the present, but I look in the, in the future. So how could I respond differently in the future to a similar situation? Right, and so so that I think that is important to make that shift because if all we're doing in journaling is just recording what happened and uh, and talking about how we might have misunderstood it, like that's that's okay, that's that's fine. Maybe that's healthy to get those thoughts out. 
but you also ought to be able to learn something and apply it to the future. So how could I respond differently uh, in the future to a similar situation? So maybe you've identified some triggers, right? Um, so you can avoid those triggers in the future. Uh, maybe maybe you responded negatively to a person, uh, you know, with a in a specific situation, and so maybe in the future, uh, rather than immediately sp- responding negative to them, you can look at them and you can go, okay, help me understand how you are responding to me right now because because I am interpreting it as this. But I don't think that's correct. Um, you know, the, those sorts of, we could give hundreds of examples. Uh, but the idea is to look at the situation and go, okay, how can I respond differently in the future to a similar situation? And then the last question I think is really, really important. What's one concrete step I can take today? And that's going to look different uh, depending on the situation you're in, depending on the the person, uh, but what's one concrete step that I can take today? Um, because it's one thing to say, okay, here's how I could respond differently, uh, and then it's one thing to actually do it. And so maybe this concrete step is is really small, maybe it's really big, maybe it's just um, a shift in your thinking, but whatever it is, what is that step? And so that's kind of how I handle this um, journaling. That's kind of how I work through this, uh, specifically with my anxiety. So if, if you experience anxiety, um, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a template that you can use, I guess. Um, if, if you experience other mental health issues, um, maybe you can take some of what I've said and, and, um, and apply it, uh, you know, adapt it a little bit, come up with your own set of questions to kind of help you work through this. Um, I know there are a number of, um, of, of journals out there specifically designed um, for those who are experiencing mental health issues. Um, you know, and, and many of them are, are based on, um, counseling techniques. Uh, many of them are based on cognitive behavioral therapy, um, based on, you know, this, this idea of helping guide you through, um, and it's certainly not a replacement for, for counseling, uh, but it's, it's an important, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a helpful thing, I guess I should say. Uh, to use, maybe. Um, so, you know, you can check those out. Um, I would say if you are um, if you are looking at those um, and you're looking at something like that, um, if you can find something that was developed specifically by or with um, mental, uh, those working in the field of mental health, you know, those who are are counselors or psychologists or, or whatever, um, those those are going to be uh, maybe a little more helpful um, because they're going to have principles uh, specifically that are that are tried and true um, and and that are backed up by um, 
research and experience and, and science. Um, but at the end of the day, there's really no magical formula for this. I mean, there are things that will help, um, but at the end of the day, you'll find a rhythm and a style that works for you. The important thing is simply that you that you actually do it. And here here's the really cool thing, I think, um, is that after a while, after you do this for a while, uh, you'll be able to go back and look at what was happening and, and how you handled certain situations uh, in the past. Um, and you'll be able to see that even in these times that were tough, you, you got through it. Right? And for those of us who, who follow Jesus, for those of us who are, who are Christians, uh, I think there's, there's an added element uh, to this, this journaling uh, where you know, we're able to reflect on, on how, how did our faith impact these, these situations? Um, how did how 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 did I see God? Uh, how was I aware of His presence in these situations? And I know for me, being able to look back on that and being able to see that is super important um, because because I'm able to see that that um, through the help of the Spirit, I was able to get through these situations. I, I, I got through it. It's, it's okay. Um, and being able to look back and see how I came through something helps me in the future uh, to, to go, this is, this is not the end. This is not the whole story. So what are you waiting for? So go grab a journal, um, you know, whether it is uh, paper and you're putting those thoughts on paper or it's a, it's a device and you're putting those thoughts on a screen. Uh, whatever it is, go, go grab a journal. Um, I guarantee you it'll help on uh, your, your journey uh, with, with mental health. So, until next time, grace and peace, my friends. Well, thanks for listening to the Born Again Anxious podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Additionally, if you'd like to continue the conversation, we'd love to connect on Facebook. So just go to facebook.com slash bornagainanxious and join our private Facebook group, or you can simply find us by searching Born Again Anxious.